0: This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. The, this face is not going to go so well. we got to... Come on, let's go! That or let a few up there some more shit up. Yeah, I can't wait for you to see this replay. Are you not entertained? That's all I can think of.
1: You're now listening to the Dale Jr. Download, presented by Spy. Check out Dale Jr.'s signature Dirty Mo' sunglasses from Spy at spyoptics.com.
0: Hey, everybody, it's Junior. Um, just got done here with... Martinsville and <clears throat> back to the house. Has a pretty um pretty disappointing result, but you know, we had a fun day driving the car. The car was fast, even with the nose tore off of it like it was, we still were passing guys up into the top twenty. So gotta feel good about uh the speed we've had this year, aside from Phoenix. The car's been pretty fast everywhere we went. But Basically, uh, you know, we improved a little bit in qualifying. I know it's a small victory, but uh, we have been so bad there over the last several years trying to qualify for that race. It was nice to see some kind of improvement. And uh, we got the car pretty good in practice. Uh, For whatever reason, the car was real good on long runs, and that definitely showed up in the race. Um, On the short run, we were working around the track bar and doing some things to help us Get a little speed there, but on the long run, our car was pretty happy. Um, We had some kind of issue, I think, with the drive shaft. Uh, There's a little, maybe like a little roller bearing or something in the universal joint. Fell out or just, you know, came out, disappeared, disintegrated, created a real real bad vibration, and that vibration is so bad that it actually will break the shifter, it'll shake the shifter so bad the shifter literally breaks in, right off, right on top of the transmission, and I think you guys saw that from the in-car, how we were having that problem. We put another shifter on the car, and it broke that one real quick. And then we put a third shifter on there that actually was a completely different model that held up. And, uh, you know, that had us in the the back, but the guys were doing a great job keeping the car on the lead lap and trying to get that changed. I felt like we needed to come behind the gr—behind uh, the wall and changed the drive line. And I'm glad we didn't because uh, that would have, that you know, we'd lost a lot of laps doing it, but I felt like that vibration was so bad that we weren't gonna ever get the shifter thing fixed. Uh, but anyways, we got there back in the back and these guys checked up going into one. It happens all the time at Martinsville and we just got the bad end of the deal. It happened so fast though. There was nothing TJ or myself could have really done. I couldn't see it coming, <clears throat> but, we uh, we had a real good car, and and got behind, you know, got it behind the wall, fixed it up, and got back out there and kept digging. You know, that's what you got to do. There's I've had times when we've tore the car up and basically just packed it in and went home. And you don't really know it at the time, but once you get home and you you know bumming around the rest of the week about how you finish, you there's a part of you that feels a lot of remorse for not trying to do everything you could and run every lap you could run and fight for every position you could fight for and that's a terrible feeling so you know when you have those kind of days what's important is that you get the car fixed and you go back out there and even though you're 37th worrying about how you can be 36th you know you're still fighting and you're still trying and putting forth your best effort and it's you know it may seem pointless to worry about gaining a spot or two but you as a competitor you have to find something to to work for some goal some something has to matter you know and uh so it felt good to get back out there and keep digging and as a team we have to stick together and try to go to the next race and put it behind you and that's the best way to do it uh get out there and do everything you can do run every lap you can run and then load up and go to the next race so you know I I wish we could have finished better. We didn't. we got an Easter break coming up. I hope everybody has a great Easter, and uh, we'll be ready for the next one. I expect us to be quick. Uh, If we keep showing up fast, we'll eventually get us a win. We're going to have a lot of fun running running toward the front until we do. So y'all enjoy the download. Happy Easter and take it easy.
2: Doesn't matter how great the day is or how bad the day is. We always appreciate uh, hearing from him. We do have Miss Amanda. We got T.J. Um, Taylor. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot of reaction theater callers. Maybe even Mike Davis will show up in the middle of the podcast again. Yeah, like I, he I has woke to him do. up.
3: I woke him up. He'll be here in a few.
2: Yeah, hopefully he'll he'll show up in just a minute. But uh, obviously that stunt. What do you want to say? I mean, started 14th, had um, all kinds of vi- vibration issues and shifter problems. Overcame all of that. Still on the lead lap. But then uh, obviously caught up in a wreck on lap 227, not even at the halfway mark. After all that you guys went through, uh, had to go to the garage, repair the radiator, among other things, the entire front end, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, it wasn't a good day. And, you know, anytime you're in a wreck, that's going to happen. But, uh, TJ, let's, let's start with that. In all seriousness, I don't really know. I mean, just from a, a fan standpoint and somebody that's gone to the paperclip that loves, loves that place. Truly, might be my favorite race to go to. Yeah, mine too. Uh, I, I love that place, but I don't know for the life of me how a spotter like you could have avoided what happened to you guys yesterday. Just given how everybody's going to bottleneck and collect each other, when you know, especially a, only a few laps after a restart.
3: Yeah, you know, it's pretty surprised that we got as far as we did restarting in the back like that. Because you know, when you start back that far, there's so much stuff that happens on the bottom people shooting to the bottom and jamming the lanes up and we're pretty good at seeing that stuff and i feel like um we've made up a lot of spots on the outside because people shoot to the bottom and jam everybody up and we roll the outside and pinch them down a little bit and and get the spot well you know and and we we've been pretty good at that over the years and you know we did it a lot yesterday up when we were fixing the shit we started behind everybody numerous times very back and uh you know, finally the one time whenever we think everything's fixed and this is now we can we got half the race left, which is plenty of time. We didn't have real good track mission then, but we're kind of off sequence the leaders. So we can maybe do something to get back in it at some point, you know, and, you know, it just seems everything's starting to roll good. Here we go again. And bam, it's like nothing like working, working hard there for <laughs> an hour, you know, real hard for a while. Numerous cautions to get that thing fixed. And, um, you know, just only to have it all in turn one.
2: Yeah, it, it it stinks, I mean, f- for that to happen. So let me ask you this. You win the October race uh, right after knowing that you're not going to win a championship. You guys came back the following week, and for the last time with Steve LaTarte won. Did you feel like you were anywhere close to that if you didn't have the wreck?
3: Yeah, I felt like we were uh, – our car was good. We were driving to the front, um, and he was. he had noted and said that he was going very easy, and I can tell when he's – when he's going hard and he was not going hard you know there's there's just no sense in it then okay so you yeah. get out front and you lead for 75 la 150 laps and you just you're hard on your harder on your stuff um heating everything up more or you just ride back there in third or fourth and just kind of take care of your car and and he was definitely in in you know con- he was controlling his stuff and take care of his stuff to have a to set himself up for having the best shot he could at the end you know and you give these guys a little bit more car than the other guy, and there it's going to show, you know. And if he could have a little bit more car there at the end, and we get that late restart again or late race charge, um, you think he would have been a factor? I think we, yeah, easily. I think we could have been a factor. I, I was actually planning on it, <laughs> yeah, but it didn't work out. So
2: the eleven car won, and it's interesting. Amanda, I was listening to your buddies at MRN, and they were listening to obviously the uh, Hamlin and, and his crew chief Aaron Carr, yeah, and. And Hamlin was saying, hey, guys, I've got a lot more car. I'm not even going close to full here. you know." Yeah. And, uh, and to your point, TJ, I mean, the first couple hundred laps, uh, Denny Hamlin was like that. You know, so you do. You save your stuff for what, last 50
3: laps? Uh, the last run, probably the last 100. You need to start keeping – you need to start trying to make sure you have great track position for the end. Um, you know, you try to set yourself up for that last 100 laps. I'd say, you, you know, the last run, which – could even be a little bit more than the last 100, but yeah. you just want to set that, – that vicinity is where you want to be the best.
2: You know, as we look uh, uh, back at the first, I guess, quarter of the regular season, I guess that's the way that we could look at this period that we've had so far now that there's a week off before we'll have a bunch of races in a row. I would say this. From a competition standpoint, the team has been terrific. Yes, they have – no, they have not won a race, and that's the disappointing part of it. Because, especially in this format, you got to win races. You want to assure yourself of being in the chase? Go win a race. Now, Ryan Newman didn't win a race, and going in the last few laps of last season, he had a chance to win the championship. I understand that. But the most certain way you have of qualifying for the postseason, for the playoffs, if you will, is to win a race. So we need to check that off the list. But from a, comp- from com- from a competitive standpoint, I can say it, I promise. From a competitive <laughs> standpoint, I- I'm really excited about what we have seen so far. Every t- single time you guys have put a car out on a track, you guys have had a chance to have a top five, maybe at worst, top seven or eight car. Yeah. And and led laps in numerous races. So that part's exciting to me. Now, there's going to be races this year. That's just reality, where you're not going to have nearly as competitive of a car. But I guess the big positive so far this year, TJ, would be from a com- comp- I just can't do it. I don't know why. From
3: a competitive <laughs> standpoint... I really like what I've seen every week. Yeah, I know. When I woke up Sunday morning, I knew we were going with a shot to win. I knew we were. I saw the car in Happy Hour. I saw how it turned. I know what kind of car he likes, and I saw that in Happy Hour. Greg and them kept working on it, and and honestly, we weren't very good Friday. Um, we weren't bad, but we weren't. We didn't have that little bit of. We were missing just a tiny bit, and it only takes a tiny bit there to to be great, you know. And you know, Happy Hour came around. They worked hard on it and got together, and and the car looked. And his his comments were he'd come out he'd pull over and be like I like that so and I saw it I knew I know what the car looks like when it handles good for him there and I saw that so I knew going up there Sunday we had a shot to win and that's how I've woken up I, you know you know when you when you wake up when you're going like when you work on teams you know if you're going to have a shot we all wake up knowing we're going there with a chance yeah, to win
2: that's a great feeling yeah that, it's that's awesome. exactly what yeah. you want and that's good news for when you're trying to win a championship later in the season so. The guys did come out on the track. I'd like to hear a little bit of that conversation that you and Dale and, and Greg had when you guys went back out there.
0: How are we doing? Pretty good. We just picked up a spot. It looks like the three is been smoking here for a while. We might get him, too.
3: 167 to go. Leaders, you're driving away, man. They're a bit all the back stretch. They were actually closer to that to you before, but you're driving away. Yeah, they got the same amount of laps on their tires. We're running 2040s. They're running 21 flat. You're doing great.
0: Front tires are really nice and cool. Let's it Yeah, too far. If you want to cool the rears a little more, you can turn your rear tire fans on. But you guys doing a great job. Fifty-seven flat
2: up front, and all that right there is great information for the race that is in the chase that you guys won last year. Put a good notebook together, I'm sure. Yeah. To try to defend your title in October.
3: Yeah, I feel like we'll go back and we'll roll off the truck and be just fine. I'm looking forward to getting there already. Yeah,
2: absolutely. So before we get into reaction theater, let's take a moment to remind everyone how to get a pair of spy shades because we all need a little happy lens in our lives after that race. Go online to spyoptic.com and check out Dale Jr.'s signature Spy 88 collection. It includes the Dirty Mo McCoy, Quanta, General, and Farrah for the ladies. Once at checkout, enter discount code NATIONWIDE88.
1: All one word?
2: Okay. I mean, that's still applicable? (laughs) Yes, it is. 88. Eight and receive twenty percent <laughs> off of your purchase. Before we get into Reaction theater, Mike Davis, it's good to see you again. Hey, what are we talking about today? We talked uh, about a whole lot on the. Uh, well, you know, we, we, we talked. Did about TJ
4: screw up? Is that, That's all I want
2: to know. No, we okay. Talk, no, we talked about how much we appreciate TJ's commitment to the <laughs> podcast. We talked about Amanda's commitment to the podcast. <laughs> I know we talked about my commitment to the podcast. <laughs> we ripped apart your commitment to the podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have nothing to say. <laughs> that, that, none of this will probably make the podcast. Oh, it worse. won't. I'll probably say that. <laughs> <laughs> go. Let's go now to Reaction Theater.
0: <laughs> that fucking, the, fucking eight, the Zero Zero truck was going to win that fucking truck race, but that in 88 fucking spun him. That's bullshit. He was going to win. I'm 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 so mad at the 88 right now. I can't even stand to look at myself. This is, he's gonna next race that Canadian 88 getting spun out.
2: Ass <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I forgot that we were gonna get some truck race action <laughs> right, theater. Right, talk. You're like, what did you forgot Jared about do to make this. somebody mad? No, wow. no, no. I forgot. That i was nuts. Really yeah.
3: offended because I think you missed a beep at the very end, and I heard a word. You can say bitch bad. on oh. the air. And, and, and we just did, just to make sure that you uh, – just so you know. It you sounds, can? It sounds Yeah. A lo- it
2: sounds a lot cooler when Amanda says it. it yes, does, it does. I mean,
4: that's right. Uh, How about that truck race, know. man? I love the truck race. And then, even though we got, you know, we got moved out of the way there at the end. How about our boy Cole Custer going in there? You got Joey Logano and you got the, the two-time truck Champ. champion, and he went in there and cleaned him right out of the way. I like his interview. In his interview, no, his interview did, was great. Did he
3: not say he messed up and went to get him off a of two? No, no, no. this <laughs> was his, this was great. This was
4: the best part. He goes, "Yeah, I made a mistake. I meant to punt him coming off of person. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and I said, "Oh, that right there, you made some fans." Who's next?
0: Somebody needs to get that squinty-eyed little b- Joey Logano a copy of Days of Thunder mm-hmm. and a pacifier. Because what Cole Custer did with five laps to go to take the lead was nothing but racing. Rubbing is racing. I'm sick of Joe Logano. He's a crybaby.
1: I feel like that was I'm, you. Was that you calling in? Dude, it I'm sounds not, a little <laughs> bit like
3: Mike. I, I, did I miss something? Did, 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 did he complain? Yes, here's what happened. After Cole did what he did,
4: Crafton called him a punk. This is on the radio. So look, what goes on the radio? know, yeah. you know it's, it's Oh, I know. And then uh, Logano called him a son of a b- Like, I'm going to wreck that s***, is what he said. Now, me being, you know, I like to stir it up a little bit. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, you know, whatever. But right, rightfully. <laughs> hey, the phone number th- th- is. Th- yeah, that's what I did, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but with five to go, and you're getting wrecked, you know, emotion, like, you can't really take that as gospel. Because after the race, Crafton said, yeah, that was just racing. And people were like, but no, he said on the radio. Yeah, in the radio, a driver in the car in the heat of the moment. Yeah. Now, Logano, it felt like that was a lot more authentic to how he feels all the time. I did feel like there was a little bit of hypocrisy there Logano's. I wasn't really that mad at Crafton.
3: I thought the truck race was great. It was well, great. We had it, it was awesome. awesome. Truck nobody race nobody got God. destroyed. Listen, it was a successful truck race because no trucks got severely destroyed, and Johnny Sauter was mad at the end of it. So it's a successful race. <laughs> That's I like how you, it. Yeah. Well done. That is generally how they end. Did you get any fight? Who were you spotting? The guy Johnny Sauter was mad at. Oh, so no wonder you threw that in there. Yeah, but of He's course. mad. No last, I like but last race, he was trying to fight Timothy Peters or something, wasn't he? And he he always fights there. It's Martinsville. It's Sauterville. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm starting to see a common denominator being you. It? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well.
0: How about my boy, Cole Custer? driving that thing down in there, hitting that. <laughs> and Joey Logano, you are a big-time bitch. Get, oh! the radio, get <laughs> mad at the boy, and you did the same damn thing out in how many races. Kissed my ass, no beers, but going to be a good one. <laughs>
4: I think Amanda just like, you know what, I'm not beeping anybody this
2: week. Reaction <laughs> theater, <laughs> yeah, uh, truck race version, I like it. Wow. Our
1: first caller used all my beeps for the week. Yeah, so. yeah, met the yeah. quota.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I'm glad we've got uh, truck race reaction theater. It's not like yeah. we have anything to talk about from the cup. <laughs> <laughs> hey, another short track race man right. is exciting. Oh, it's great. Oh, listen, if the France family wants to come out and say all races from now on will be conducted at Martinsville Speedway, I'm all in. Yeah, I wouldn't have I'm a problem. Well, oh, we rotate even, back even, and
3: forth between Bristol and Martinsville. Even given what,
2: it probably wouldn't be good for my liver. But given what uh, happened on Sunday, even with that. Uh, Because guess what? You're going to win clocks like you did in October. Uh, There's going to be times where you're wrecked, but it is good old short track racing. All right, who's next?
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm a first-time caller, long-time listener to the podcast. I just wanted to call up and express my disappointment in Greg Ives. It doesn't seem like the guy's much of a leader. Hmm. He seems like he delays making calls. A lot of times, like today, it seemed like TJ was kind of telling him what to do or Dale Jr. was telling him what to do. It just seems like this guy needs to step up and be more like Steve. I understand that it's tough, but the man took the job, and he needs to step up and do the job. Again, I am a big junior fan, have been for a long time, and want to see the best for him and the team. So I'm sure this won't make it because there's no beeps and hashtag no beers.
3: You made it. You made it. You made it. I think you should drink a beer next time and call
1: but yeah, well, you know what? I, I think I'm Greg a, is a great. I think leader, if by he would have listened to your guys's in car on Sunday when they went behind the wall in the garage, you would have seen that Greg. Yeah, was that in and of that Phoenix show.
3: too. Greg knows what he's doing, but Greg is also—I mean, how many races? Anyway, six? six. Hey, and not minus Daytona, which is a completely different style of race. And Greg is doing—he. I doing bet great. I know what he's talking about.
4: I bet. I bet. I know what he's talking about. Right? I bet when the, the pit, yeah. you know, whether to pit or not, and Dale Jr. talked him out. I will just say this. Dell Jr. has talked a crew chief out of decisions <laughs> all his career. Yeah, I, I don't. And, that, and sometimes they've worked and yeah. sometimes they haven't. Yeah. He wishes he hadn't.
2: Six weeks into the to the season, yeah. I don't care how big a homer somebody calls me, I love Steve LaTarte. As a human being, I love him. I thought he was a very good crew chief. The first six weeks of the year, every week, in my opinion, from Friday, Saturday to Sunday, the 88 team has been a better team this year than they were last year. Yeah. I yeah. honestly believe that's me, Taylor. I honestly believe that. I okay, like now, you may not well. like Greg Ives' communication compared to Mr. Cheerleader, who had who was obviously destined for a great TV career because of the way he communicates. Uh, but let me make this really clear. And for the entire week, I think that the 88 team through six races has been better. Ives has no influence over a bead problem with your tires or when Paul Menard's going to check up? He's got no influence over that. I will
3: say this, though. We go to Phoenix. That's our weak spot. Do you know where Denny ran at Phoenix majority of the race? Like 20th, 25th the whole race. You know what I mean? And Greg Greg has assembled. I think Greg's doing great. I feel like we're stronger. Now than what we ever were. I, I do I, I mean, I do.
2: You got to win races. You
4: have to. Our yeah. car was fast without a yeah. hood and a fender. <laughs> it,
2: I mean, like yeah. We, yeah, like we played earlier. The conversation. I mean, they were beating the, the best team on the track uh, when you guys came back out there. All right, off the soapbox. Who's next?
0: Are you <laughs> kidding me? What the? <laughs> f-? I am so tired of these damn not worth a piece of horse racers racing for like thirtieth. Don't know you had a f-ing race. They run into each other, and then Junior happens to be there and gets f***ing caught in it. I'm f***ing pissed, okay? And I support Hendrick Motorsports 100 percent of the f***ing time, but something needs to be done about the damn shifters and the transmissions. Jimmy last year at Michigan, Junior last year at freaking Charlotte. Now here at Martinsville, what the? F***, okay, I'm not even drunk, and I'm f***ing pissed.
3: I yes, can he hear is. it. Yes, he is. Yeah. Make no mistake. Homeboy's pissed. Yeah, Yeah. uh, he's got a legit point. I mean, we've had a few things that that shouldn't happen, and we'll get it figured out. I mean, it's any
4: any discussion, Mike, in the last twenty four hours about the shifters. Honestly, I was just coming down here, and I saw Regan Smith, and I said, Regan, I got to ask you something because usually I like to ask him this stuff during the cup race, but selfishly, he goes and puts himself in a cup car and prevents me from being able to call him. But I was getting him on the way down here, and I said, Look, what's the deal? You know, they're talking about. A vibration that they thought was a tire, but all of a sudden they take it, they take the tires off, and now it's vibration is still there. So it's got to come out of the transmission. Now they're saying that the vibration in the transmission caused the tire to come loose, which I've never heard of that in my life. Um, I don't know if you guys have talked about that. I don't know if that was just something he's telling Dale just to appease him, but I've never heard of it in my life.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know if it's a freak deal or, or something's going on, but you know they'll get it figured out, and we're not. You know, we're not the only one that has these type of problems. We're When we have problems, it gets magnified times ten, you know. Well, yeah, because we got a you know podcast network and all these other things to
4: talk about. But.
2: Well, in my remarkably uneducated opinion, I think it had to do with the loose wheel. I really do. I think it had to be related to that.
1: Well, and I don't. I just don't think it I came may, out of nowhere. Or maybe saying this wrong, but I asked Kip last night when he got home. What causes this to happen at short track races? And he says that a lot of times on restarts, those tires spin so much on short tracks that it actually, the the tire comes loose from the wheel?
3: Yeah, I know what you're and saying. And that
1: causes the tire to yeah. come off balance, which makes these drivers think there's a, a loose wheel and there's a huge vibration.
3: We run low air pressures, so the tire isn't as tight to the wheel as it could be. It's like mm. a bicycle tire, you know, when it's loose or whatever, that you can sense, right. push yeah. in on it, you see that... You know how rounder, right, Runner yellow. Uh, you'll see the left side is bulging out a bit because they got low air. Well, when they stand on the gas, it'll spin the wheel, bef- and it'll spin it a little bit, uh, and the you know the rubber part of the tire won't spin as fast, and it'll it'll readjust, and it's out of balance at that point because they, you know what I mean. If it spins, it becomes out of balance, and that'll make it vibrate. Um,
2: and you would especially see that on a short track.
3: Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, you just feel that anywhere. Well, yeah, really. because that's where you ro- run the lowest air Yeah, if you somebody will prank you and put a bunch of wheel weights on one of your tires, and you'll drive down and you'll be like, uh, uh, I mean, they were uh, those uh,
4: things where lo- they look flat. Mm-hmm. You know? Honestly, yeah.
3: so that that could happen too, and that could have that could have knocked the drive shaft anything. Okay, goes. so so in other
4: words, that would have caused it to continue to vibrate. It could cause a bigger vibration could have change something else to
3: vibrate, come loose, like the drive shaft comes loose a little bit. And yeah, snowballs from there. All right, who's next?
0: Don't want to hear any wah, 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 from junior fans crying in their beer. By God, I'll tell you, there, there's some grit on that team. Smacked it up, two shifter problems, too many men over the wall. And what do you get? He's back on the track digging. Ten beers and counting. Yeah, Dale, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: 100. Dale, yeah. Ten. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, Dale, yeah. Yeah, he's right, though. They guys, Our guys never give up. No it was, that was the most
4: impressive cluster beep, you know what, yeah. uh, uh, for, for, for trying to prepare a
3: shifter yeah. at Martinsville. Yeah, yeah uh, as many, and when we pit, the you greatest, don't understand. the greatest, most is, fun 36-place finish ever. When you pit at a track like that, you have less time because the track is small. When you're pitting from the very back, the leader is already you half a no lap time from you. That's right. very little time. I haven't suggested on Greg on Channel 2 that, I told Greg, I'm like, Greg, you know, we can get a, this race is long, we can get a lucky dog. So I was like, Greg, should we just take a lap penalty and fix it for good here? Yeah, I know we're in Reaction Theater, and Amanda hates it when we get under our soapboxes on Reaction Theater.
4: But, it was so early in the race, I was wondering why we didn't just take a lap down and fix it the first time.
3: He made the right, we never lost a lap, man. And (laughs) what's awesome is when they fix the thing after we wrecked, you know, our car, it's tore all up. I mean, it's we're passing cars that don't have any damage and stuff, and it's got... That's a good feeling. I mean, we passed Kurt Busch, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I did a good hand to a spotter and tell him we want the bottom, and, uh, because
0: we were coming, and <laughs> this
3: car doesn't even and have a scratch on it. And you're a hundred
2: down. Yep. Who's next?
0: Hey, it'll get better, boys. Just remember, if it's got boobs or bumpers, it's going to give you problems. <laughs> Still, yeah? Hashtag...
2: <laughs> not, I don't know. <laughs> Love <laughs> it. Hashtag I don't know.
3: <laughs> if it's got boobs or bumpers, yeah. it's going to give you. You know problems. what I'm looking at? A big problem right now. <laughs> I figured you're looking at Mike's next T-shirt design. <laughs> i was looking
4: you at. Better, at you. Apparently, you you better you're a keep problem. Keep your eyes in a certain <laughs> spot. <laughs> boobs or bumpers. <laughs> yeah, you'll have problems. All I
2: right. wonder if he subscribes to that. All right, let's go to the next one.
0: I don't know what the hell you guys are doing in that garage area, man, but tightening and Shifter Bolts ain't one of them. For two races in less than a year, Dale Jr. Shifter comes off in his hand. I don't know what the hell's going on there, but Mike Davis, how about you stop running around with your little handy cam making videos that nobody's watching on YouTube and get in there and tighten the bolts for the guys so he can win a race without having to Shifter come <laughs> Davis, off in his oh, hand. Come on, man. TJ Majors, instead of worrying about T-shirts to say door bumper clear, how about sell- selling t-shirts that say, can a brother grab a gear so that we can get some money to buy this man a, a shifter and some bolts that won't come off of his hand.
5: What, oh. you idiot. Amanda, you're so hot. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna lie
3: i'm gonna i'll send that guy a hat if you don't because that was pretty good that was true what about taylor yeah, no, yeah. i get Come on. I'll, i love
2: he's forgotten about me that's
3: fine that was I pretty was good.
2: good that was terrific
3: do i have to pay yeah. you if i sell that' it's it really great. it's a great <laughs> call that was pretty good that i'd was.
1: like to point out i run around with the handy cam and mike just directs me that was a really <laughs> i couldn't agree, that was a
2: great call hey, if, by, p- uh, if people by call by up, <laughs> <laughs> if people call
4: up and uh says amanda you're so hot yeah i'll blast uh, they oh, take yeah. credit for the it's Haiti It's really camp.
2: nice to get to call in, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's next?
5: Let it go, let it go. Junior couldn't hold back anymore. Let it go, let it go. Menard slowed and slammed the door. <laughs> Casey Mears is one bar, they say. Let the race rage on. Broken shifter never bothered me anyway. <laughs> Hashtag is that deep enough for you, TJ Oh yeah? Hashtag Six beers.
4: Yeah. This is two weeks in <laughs> a row. Submarine <laughs> Mike has caught in with uh, some music. And he called was, TJ out.
2: That was that was strong right it, there. It
3: started bad but ain't it good.
2: That was well done. <laughs> Reaction theaters open twenty four seven. All you have to do is call toll-free 1-855-740-1902 and leave us your voicemail message, and we will
4: play the best each week right here on Dirty Mo' Radio.
1: Time now for It Takes a Nation, presented by Nationwide.
4: Last week we had Sean Brawley on Takes a Nation because Sean is one of uh, two characters at Adele Jr.'s uh, farm that made the Nationwide commercial, the one that you watch every Sunday or when you're watching the race. It was on the Daytona 500, one of my favorite commercials of all time. Well, this week we got the other half, maybe even the better half.
5: I'd say the better half. Sonny
4: Lunsford is here, and if you remember in that commercial, Dale Jr.'s line was something along the lines of, you know, Sonny and Sean that have always had his side or been on his side, and so we got Sonny Lunsford in this week. Sonny, how are you, buddy? I'm good. What's going on these days out at Dirty Mo Acres? You run the property there, right?
5: Yes, sir. We got a lot going on. There's always something going on at the farm.
4: There really is. I mean, there is something always going on. If there's not anything going on, something happens that day just to make it interesting, right?
5: Definitely. If, there's not, if, if they're not busy, they're not looking for something.
4: I remember we've had people, you know, climb the fence and, you know, show up and do crazy things. We've had snakes. We've had all kinds of stuff going on.
5: Yeah, I had a couple guys trespassing, I don't know, about two weeks ago just riding through on a four-wheeler. Just riding on Dell Junior's property, Just like like it's life, their own. Like the gate was open or something. They what come ha- in through the woods behind my house, and we're all sitting there looking. It's like, well, we don't know these guys, right? So I crank up the old Honda and I zing on after them.
4: You know, what what is Sunny <laughs> for reaction when somebody's trespassing? I can't imagine it's very good.
5: That wasn't too bad, you know. After I slide up behind them and grab a hold of 4 wheeler. <laughs> <laughs> It's not too bad. So, Everybody's so, doing this. If you can see my hands, I'm like,
4: ah! So you can visit them <laughs> in the hospital right now if you want to. At, uh, no, I'm well, kidding. Well, I mean, you are responsible for Dirty Mo Acres. I mean, Dell yeah. Jr. You know, th- he leaves that in your hands. You live there, True. and uh, you always have. And you got, like, when Dell Jr. comes up with his wild hair idea to do something, Sonny Lunsford, he's the guy. I said last week, I said, D- Sonny is the guy that Dell Jr. says if he had to be, pick one person to be in a foxhole with, it's this man right here, Sonny Lunsford. Yep. So, any wild hair ideas lately?
5: No, nah, we've been building a treehouse, it seems like, for the last five or six months. <laughs> well, that counts. That, that's yeah, a wild that's hair kind of idea. crazy. I mean, there's 20 feet off the ground. How's that it's coming? Getting, it's getting better. I mean, the inside's pretty much done. Is it? Yeah, we just finished up the steps last week, so you can actually climb up to it without having to climb a damn ladder to get to it.
3: Are
4: you impressed by this treehouse?
5: Oh, yeah. it's, 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 it's You strange. could live in it? Yeah, definitely.
4: What all does it have in it?
5: Right now, it's just power. I mean, no, no,
4: but no, when, it's it's when it's done,
5: it's going to have uh, just one little loft room and a so like kind a of a little li- living area. I mean, yeah. you could say size wise, it's 400 square feet, guessing. So. Really? Yeah, I could live in it.
4: It's easier. a guest house, though, yeah, right? Definitely. It's going to be a guest house. A guest yeah. house treehouse. Who yeah. doesn't have a guest house tree who house, not have right? a
5: bathroom, but who needs a bathroom? Well,
4: not if, if you're, <laughs> listen, if you're a man and you're in a treehouse at 25 feet up in the air yeah. and there is a bathroom, you ain't going to use that bathroom.
5: No, nah, I'm going outside. And that's watch, right. Watch p fly. Is, is,
4: is there a porch around this thing? Is there a deck? Yes, all the way around. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, yeah, man, you don't need a bathroom. Uh-uh. No. The, the commercial that you shot with Nationwide, what was that experience like?
5: It was different. I mean, it was cool. I mean, it was a great cast of people around, so they made it easy. It's just I'm not very camera friendly at all. So
4: I disagree, man. Good uh, man. I, I disagree. But you are shy around the camera. Like, you you do all your work behind the scenes. you yeah, I don't the need to be guy. on the camera. But you graciously do stuff when we ask you to do. You gave us a tour on Jerem 360 several years ago yeah. uh, of the graveyard. I think that might have been the first time anybody had gone out of the graveyard. Now it seems like it happens quite a bit. Right. By the way, has, speaking of the graveyard, one of the questions I always get is, you know, how many cars are out there? And I, I always tell them about 60. Is that right?
5: Uh, yeah, 75, 80.
4: So we've we've added. Yeah. We going to run out of room out there? No, never. Never?
5: Not in our lifetime. I hear you. Maybe our kids' lifetime. I got one more thing. I was sitting here looking at this wall with all this 76 stuff on it. We had the sign that comes from. Uh, oh! the Metro Metrolina. Metrolina. <laughs> Yeah. That's right. You, y'all seen a picture of that he tweeted? We, me and Brad at the farm, we painted that thing. I got one more got for you. Go ahead.
4: You do got, and that's a that's a good get. Now yeah. that Metrolina Speedway,
5: it's awesome. I mean, signs turned you, out great. You know
4: what else we got coming down there? Have you heard?
5: No, maybe I don't know.
4: Brandon, the uh, president of Pocono Raceway, yeah, is uh, going to be, uh, or he's offering up the Pocono Raceway sign that's above the tunnel, yeah. that, uh as you walk through the tri- the tunnel turn and the Pocono Raceway sign. So. You got the old tricky triangle thing coming. Bring it on. I don't know where you're gonna put it. We'll find somewhere. Oh, you will. I know. All right. Well, Sonny, you are the man. I don't even know how to, other way to say it. You the man. It's awesome to have you on here. And like I told everybody last week, when you weren't here, and I'm telling them again this week, Sonny has been with Dale Junior for a long time, and they, that's going gonna, on twenty years. Twenty years. And so you've been working for Dale, and you run that property. You are the you're the mayor of Dirty Mo Acres. I don't know about that. Uh, you are. Maybe the sheriff. Don't forget to follow Nationwide88 on Twitter and Facebook. They're always putting out some great material. They are the follow if you are a Dale Jr. fan. And no question about it. They are the follow if you're a Dale Jr. fan. So follow them. They're on your side. Wednesday, Kelly's
2: got Andrea Nemechek, wife of Front Row Joe, Did in she the studio. Used to,
4: she used to wear the
1: Army uniform? No, that was his mom, Martha.
2: Oh, okay. Cool. Well. Oh. Andrea will be there to talk about Martha oh, in studio man. for another episode of Fast Lane Family presented by Wella Professionals. You all right?
4: I was really hoping it was Martha. Okay. Front row Joe's wife <laughs> in yeah. studio.
2: Thursday, Regan Smith will host his own podcast, Junior Motorsports Up Front. You get the details of him filling in for Larson. Hope Kyle's okay. Yeah. If you need to get more of a Dale Jr. Fix, don't miss Said Jr. presented by Nationwide. They keep you up to date on all the Junior's at-track press conferences. And, of course, don't forget about the Monday recap, which will not be happening Next week, presented by Spies, we've crapped the full weekend for the Junior Motorsports Expendy Truck, and Late Model teams, as well as Dale's Sprint Cup Series run. Let's throw the white flag.
4: White flag right there. White flag. All right. What do we want it to be sponsored by this week, gentlemen? What are you thinking?
3: Mm, that's a good one.
4: Um, I'm thinking, my vote is, I just want Cole Custer to, to be the presenting sponsor this week, just for lay the bumper. Just for, for, because, because he wanted the punting coming out of two instead of going into two.
2: I'm going to like to sponsor this, uh, like U.S. Airways to sponsor this. I hope I have no delays on uh, to and from Indianapolis. <laughs> yeah,
4: they're going to let you down. All right. Thi- oh, I okay. knew that was going to happen. <laughs> all right. Well, that, then, all right. So this, <laughs> this Cole week's Custer. sponsor yeah by, yeah, by Cole Custer. Here's what Dale Jr.'s week looks like. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Dale Jr.'s week. All right. So now let's get to some real stuff. Here's where you can <laughs> find this week's race action in the Trucks, Xfinity, and Sprint Cup Series. Alright, here's TJ Major's progress on filing his taxes. <laughs> Wednesday. Oh, you're doing it Wednesday? Yeah, I'm legal. And you're doing it on taxlayer.com, of course. That's right. You know, fast and easy. Point click. All right. Fast and easy. Amanda, tell us how much you love starting your day with me, Taylor, and TJ. Oh come on, <laughs>
1: Amanda and I get along
4: great. How many of you guys have toured Dale Jr.'s race car graveyard?
1: Well, I've been past it. I've never no. it.
4: you guys. I've never been invited. What? Well, yeah. There's a reason for that. You're in luck because Dale Jr. is giving video tours of his graveyard on Dirty Mo Acres, or uh, yeah, on the Team Chevy social accounts. Tomorrow will be the third episode. The first two are still on there, so you can go to the Team Chevy Facebook page and follow Team Chevy on Twitter. Also, I don't have this written down, but you know Dale Jr. is auctioning off his gloves again uh, for yes. the month of March on the eBay channel. So do that. How many of you people have Dale Jr.'s gloves? we got good use out of the cricket sound yeah. effects this
2: week yeah uh good stuff this week on the podcast uh <laughs> glad i could help <laughs> to uh also Please. recap uh, mike yeah. davis's participation in the first 30 minutes of the podcast <laughs> for miss amanda for tj majors i'm taylor Zarser. <laughs> this has been the dale jr download hope everyone has a happy easter and as we leave today the dale jr download presented by spy i know i speak for all of us when all of us say steve burns we're all fighting for you fighting with you fighting for you we're gonna all get through this together uh you know how much you mean to each of us and i just wanted to throw that in there this week glad you did We'll be back next week here on the dale jr download presented by spy
0: thanks for listening to dirty mo radio
1: We'd like to thank each and every one of you for tuning in to another episode of the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. Now go to spyoptic.com and find your favorite pair of Signature 88 Collection sunglasses. And when you do that and you go to check out, remember to enter code NATIONWIDE88, that's NATIONWIDE88, and you'll get 20% off your purchase.